0: I'm saying stuff, bitch, bitch, I'm saying stuff, what the fuck, what, well, I'm fucking saying shit, what the fuck, motherfucker, 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 you need to stop playing around with all the clowns and the the good
1: girls gotta get down with the
2: Hello, it is episode 187 on a motherfucking cop of the TryGames.net podcast, where we talk about games, not cops. I'm your host, Austin. And with me today, as usually usual, but not last week because he decided to poop out some baby back ribs from his sternum. That doesn't make any sense. Al, what's up? Yeah, and you don't stop. Yes. We are going to be talking today about our launch memories, and by that I don't mean like when we... Came out of a vagina, that would be that would be emergence, really. Launched out of a vagina. Boom. Um, like,
0: and I don't know if you ever, I don't know if you watch Martin, like. Way Tommy ain't then. got no job. But uh, there was an episode where like uh, somebody was having a baby and Martin was delivering it, and they came out like a football. And he caught it and spiked it.
2: <laughs> 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 it was awesome. I may remember that episode. No. We are not talking about baby launching, we are talking about console launches, system launches, um including portables. So, I mean people the like, portable is not a console. But yes it is. Um mm-hmm. our memories of those launches. Probably not gonna get to the Wii and PS three because we covered that uh a live. while ago. Yeah. Live. <laughs> but uh before we do that, oh, you've been missing for a week. How much Dragon Quest nine you've been playing, bitch? Uh
0: a lot and not a lot at the same time.
2: Are you not are, are you are
0: you still play- Are you not done with that game yet? I'm not done, but I plan on finishing it either today or tomorrow. Did Did, uh, did you say that a while I'm that actually ago? at the end, and I've just
2: been bullshitting for the past like week. Hasn't it been the last bullshit? two weeks? Maybe three weeks? Maybe four?
0: Yeah, I mean, I've been bullshitting like the entire time I've been playing the game because uh, I just like it that much. So I run around and like grind, and I. Uh, Grind for money, <laughs> grind for levels, grind for levels on jobs that uh, I don't really plan on using in the end game, but they're interesting to play as. Um, uh, uh, buying stuff from the DQDC,
1: uh, uh,
0: doing quests, and um, I'm actually at the, the final part of the game, and <clears throat> my time logged into the game probably now is like 85, 86 hours. Jesus fuck! And, um, of course, 85, 86 hours is easy to do in a portable game. Uh, cause you can play like during your lunch break at work, or for me, I could play yeah, while you can. doing stuff at doing work the nasty that I don't shit. need to pay attention to. And, yeah. And, uh, you know, you can play while waiting after work uh, for the gym to. Empty out so that you can go in the gym and not have to deal with a bunch of old dudes getting naked in the locker
2: room. You'll love it. You like wrinkly balls. Ugh. Ugh. Nasty. And his old balls.
0: Yeah. Ew. So all, all
2: um, all over your face, bitch.
0: No, 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 not not that kind of locker room.
2: Balls. Is
0: balls. So um, right now I'm actually in the final dungeon. Yeah, you are. And um. My main character I leveled up paladin, which is a, a a class that you unlock later on that through a quest uh to thirty eight or thirty nine i'm pretty sure it's thirty eight because I'm waiting to get thirty nine so I can throw back in my warrior who's already thirty nine um then I have another character who i actually initially leveled as a priest but then did martial artist and now he's a thirty nine martial artist uh, i have a character that named Sunzer <laughs> and he started out as a thief which usually is the case and then i wanted him to end up, i wanted so is, him to is end up... is
2: all, are all instances of rob in video games thief monk hybrids
0: yes <laughs> i initially wanted him to go from thief to martial artist but he wound up becoming ranger and are, are we
2: allowed so... to talk about the nature of why this is so funny sure to us you go ahead
0: um, well, you want me to talk about why it's so funny? Yes. Oh, well, ever since we were kids, uh, Rob's been renowned as, like, thief extraordinaire. <laughs> and, um, I I could tell a million stories about it, and I won't, but I could. You've heard him you... on the
2: podcast, folks. He, he, he hated Assassin's Creed because it crashed, and then when we told him it's because it was a bootleg version, he said that he didn't give, give a shit that it—the bootleg version should work.
0: Yeah, that's one thing. Um... Yeah, there's also the... Uh, the Try Games does not support... Uh, I mean, does not condone... Try Games a, is not, does not download. support,
2: condone, or... or, or, or Like or piracy. Endorse. <laughs> or endorse piracy. Uh, but then, as he grew up,
0: he was doing martial arts. And oh! now he's a, a, quite the martial artist. But He could kill you with a finger. Pretty much. He's
2: prob- he probably that's not even a joke he probably could
0: <laughs> and uh so that's that's why in the video games usually if, if there's a customizable class kind of thing you can name your characters and choose what they're going to do the thief usually winds up being <laughs> and then that thief usually takes his skills and becomes a monk or a martial artist I'm
2: going to take my talents down to South Beach
0: and honestly I am going to like for the end game once I finish the game I'm going to change him into a martial artist <clears throat> and uh, have him only use his fists oh shit And um, he's gonna, like, is, is he going
2: to do a jump kick with a lens flare at his toe no, no, he's not, because they don't do
0: jump kicks in,
2: um, in, in the game. Do Sorry. they do lens flare? Uh, I haven't seen one yet. Oh, um, I-, I guess now you can tell that it's truly moved into the 21st century. Lens flare is now out of style. Yeah, it- it makes very, me sad. very much out of style. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the end of an era. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, I also played a little bit of New Super Mario Bros. Wii. Yeah, you life. did. And now we're on World 8. Uh, We're actually not on World 8, but we warped to World 8 from two different stages. Oh, shit. Um, And we did a couple of stages, but they're really brutal. So we went back to trying to go through the regular game. And we're actually, we just finished the mid-castle of World 7. So we'll be finishing off uh, Wolfgang von Koopa. No, not Wolfgang, Ludwig von Koopa. And, uh, <clears throat> and then going on to the brutality that is World 8. And I was hoping to finish that before Tuesday. because Yeah, you were. Uh, well, my goal was to finish two games before Metroid Other M comes out. Because I definitely want to dedicate my resources to playing Metroid Other M.
2: The galaxy is at peace.
0: The galaxy ain't at peace no more, bitch. Bitch! Uh, so...
2: The last Metroid is in captivity. Not anymore. The galaxy is at peace. The
0: last Metroid is dead.
2: Oh, yeah. This... Spoiler, oh my god, spoiler alert Jesus spoiler Christ alert.
0: Yeah, the moment you buy Metroid Other M You get spoiled <laughs> The um, moment you look at the uh, What about all extended... those people who
2: didn't play Metroid 2 on the Game Boy
0: Well then You would you. you spoiled them by saying The Last Metroid Is in captivity Exactly The galaxy uh, is at P Peef No, they're like
2: Teef, Peef
0: Peef Use
2: a teeth, Um, yeah,
0: so that was that That and... yeah, was um, my latest in uh the xbox Saga oh I, I went to gamestop yesterday and asked about their trading policy flash asked me how about much, my winner. You know, the information about trading in uh the xbox 360 and uh basically right now the xbox is worth fifty dollars okay with the with the controller fifty dollars and, and the hard drive. Hard well, drive is ten
2: for twenty gig. Okay, so the yeah, so that so that 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 awesome deal is off definitely. Oh, that awesome deal! On.
0: I read. I was reading online. Yeah, that was that, that was, awesome that was gone was a while only, ago. It was only in effect for two weeks, which is really stupid because there weren't that many that were in stores for the first two weeks. Right, but I think that there were many, many, many more people who went and sold back their Xboxes. Oh, in anticipation like, for three days. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I don't know what to do now because uh, I was anticipating getting $130 and now I'm only getting 60 and for a $300 Xbox uh, you know, certain things have occurred in my life where I'm like, I can't really justify spending like $220 or $240 on an Xbox. I was like, okay, well I can spend 150 Yeah. That's fine. Right. So I don't know what to do. And on top of that, uh, I'd be gambling anyway because my Xbox 360 is, is it's rather unstable. I went and tested it uh, with four games. And check this out. I tested uh, I'm, with checking.
2: Bur- uh, I'm, I'm checking. I'm checking. Alright, good. I'm checking.
0: Burnout Revenge. I could not actually get into a race. <gasps> Madden, DJ Atomica
2: ain't doing wait, his job.
0: Madden NFL 10 actually was able to play half a game and I probably could have finished a game but I needed to Quit and try another one. So I'm surprised that Madden worked, but Burnout Revenge didn't. Uh, then I played Oblivion. And maybe it's through. the nature of the
2: type of game.
0: I think it's uh, which what kind of memory is being accessed. I think it's a memory issue because uh, of you'll you'll understand further as I continue. Uh, Oblivion worked, <sighs> no problem. Huh. And uh, let's see. I don't understand how oblivion worked no problem and I thought maybe it was a graphics problem because uh it, it seemed to be related to like graphics in in some sort of way like I would load up burnout revenge and it would get to the race itself and then it would like put up a graphic and like freeze right there in the graphic. Oh. And another thing I forgot to mention was the very first time I turned on the Xbox was you know it was like a f- the first time in a couple of weeks cuz when right. I said I was playing um Assassin's Creed 2, and it crashed every 15 minutes.
2: Oh, shit.
0: I stopped playing my Xbox completely. Then I turned it on the other day this week to, um, test, to start testing it out, and I got an E71 error, Ugh. which apparently nobody knows what that is. And th- that was only once. I thought, oh, shit, you know, now I got I – I can't. It's a fucking dud. Right. Then I turned it back on, and it was working. Mm-hmm. And then I tried to do an initial setup and everything like that, and I created, like, a fake profile. Um, which I have to delete, and then I just—what <laughs> did you name it? Player one. Aww. um, yeah, no, I know. I knew it was going to be deleted, so why put any effort into making a name or
2: avatar? Mr. <laughs>
0: so, I, n- in order to like fully test it out, you. I disconnected the hard drive and disconnected the network, and all I had was the fl- the playing charge because I had not charge my battery in the, the amount of time, so it was dead. And it's unreliable anyway. Um. The other two games I tried. Oh, the other game because I said three already. The fourth game was Bandetta, which I had gotten recently for twenty bucks, and I could not pass the intro. the The way the game starts is like um, it's almost cinematic because uh, they have this like kind of an opening where they describe what's going on, and it has like a moon and
2: and, and then like, they show her titties.
0: Yeah, and so then a clock tower, like the top of the clock tower, like breaks off and is like falling through the sky. And uh, I think it's, as far as I remember, I think it's Bayonetta's mother. but Because um, I never mother got past the whole freaking intro. But um, it's some other woman and a woman who I believe is Bayonetta's mother because of the demo. I remember something about her mother being chastised and shit. But anyway, uh, I could be wrong. Who cares? They are standing on this clock tower that's falling down and all these, like, and enemies are popping out out of nowhere. And there's narration going on. But you can fight the demons while the narration is going on, so it's basically so it's like, like an
2: interactive story scene. Yeah, and
0: they're talking about like the background of the story, and it's supposed to be like this really cool kind of narration plus all this crazy action going on at the same time. Almost like a juxtaposition of calmness in the narration and intensity in the 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 actual. That's
2: high art, there, visual. my friend. High much.
0: art, High art. And high. I, the game actually froze at two different parts. That <sighs> it froze. And then the narration was still going on. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god. They're dead.
2: They're all dead. But it wasn't repeated like that. They're all dead.
0: Um. So I started over They're again. Dead. And after I started over, it went a little bit further. And then it crashed again. And I'm like, oh boy. oh So I mean, what you eating? I'm just actually cleaning my teeth. Um, I had a good breakfast this morning.
2: Yeah, you did. What was his name? <laughs> uh, yeah. Ew. Uh, continue, I, that's sorry. all I've
0: been playing. Actually, um, I'm actually gonna. I'm, I'm charging my PSP. Uh, yeah, you I are. was I was under recommendation to try out the Fantasy Star Portable 2 demo from my coworker.
2: Oh, the um, the uh, Fantasy Star Online con- uh, continuation, or is that like yeah. the old school? Okay, so I think Fantasy
0: the... Star Portable 2 is like Fantasy Star Online, um, and it's. It, he says that it's kind of weird. The controls are kind of weird. I think they're like the DS version. Oh! Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll try it out. I mean, I like Fancy Starline, but uh, the demo's free, so why not? That's how I don't they know get if I'm you. It. At at first, to it's it. always
2: for free. And then they mm-hmm. start walking up to you with trench coat saying, I got some more shit for you.
0: Phil. It's called yeah, Crack, crack cocaine.
2: cocaine!
0: You are the crack cocaine.
2: Your face. Oh, your face. I have been playing... um, I've continued to play Shin Megami Japan Tensei. I think I told uh, Pete about the uh, demon fusion aspects of the game last Mm -hmm. episode, which has made the game quite more interesting to me. Um, I will repeat my sentiment that I still like Etrian Odyssey as a game better. The reason why I bring that up is because they both use the same engine, so they're very similar. Um, Mm -hmm. But you can't do any demon sexing in that game, so that this one has the one up on that but yeah I, I, I i'll it's it's interesting enough for me to continue playing it to completion uh i think i've already put like eight hours in maybe seven but um which is which is a lot considering how i really only have like an hour and a, a night to play at most mm-hmm. um, but i i see myself getting pulled away from it by a highly superior game um at the drop of a hat like if i like and I'm not saying that puzzle quest is highly superior, but if I were to pick that up again, I'd probably get sucked into that just as easily. I'd probably get sucked back into Sweet Good and Terror Christ, even though I beat it already and wrote a review on it. Um, you know, so uh, but what I, what is actually notable that I've been playing is uh, let, me, let me get You know what that is.
0: Um, same game from before.
2: Yeah, you know what
0: that was. Saga 2?
2: Nope.
0: Uh, You're on the
2: right track, but nope.
0: It's not Saga 2?
2: Nope. Almost.
0: Oh no.
2: What was that? Oh no.
0: No, oh, I thought no, I oh, I no, thought I knew because oh, no. I I that song. Brings up a memory, but I don't really know what that memory is. It's not Saga 1. It is. Why, why you go from Saga 2 to Saga 1?
2: Because I play the shit out of Saga 2 all the time, and like Saga 1 is kind of like, I, I play it every so often, but like 2 is like, every three or four years, I will play the shit out of it, and like, I'm gonna level up my shits, and I think I've only beaten Saga 1 like maybe twice in my entire yeah. life, if that. Um. hmm so I just decided to you know pick it up and because I can't remember. Oh, this is what I was doing. I was contributing to Giant Bomb's uh, Saga page and Saga Two page because they were kind of empty. Right. Um, I'm I'm like if you look it up, I'm like in the thousands of I'm like thirteen hundred points in, uh, which points obviously points are, are are analogous to how much you've contributed to the to the page. Yeah. Uh, let, me, let me look it up Saga. So um, oh, this is not the right game. There's another game called Saga, but it's not... Uh, yeah. Uh, let me type Final Fantasy Legend. Okay, so let's see. The, the the point contribution goes like this. The top five contributors to the Saga one page. Four points, five points, 14 points, 45 points, and then there's me with
1: 1,895.
2: <laughs> so I was like... Because I really wanted to fill it out. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, oh, let me do... Um, let me do, like, like a synopsis of the story of the game, which is pretty much just, like, what, you know, describes everything that, that happens in the game. Right. Like, fighting the fiends and all that shit. And mm-hmm. so, I, I, you know, some stuff I forgot, so I was looking up stuff to try to remember, and then um, I found on YouTube this one guy does this series called Let's Play. And he does, like, let's play Final Fantasy Legend. Let's play Final Fantasy 7 Let's play uh, Terranigma. And so he'll literally mm. just record himself playing a game and talking about it, which is pretty cool. Um, okay. It's, like a ve- it, it's, it's kind of like Giant Bomb's Endurance Runs, if you've ever watched them. Probably not. Um, no. I mean, yeah. I
0: saw, a, like, one half or one portion of a uh, Delhi Premonition Endurance Run. Oh, oh right, for the music. Yeah, for the music, and because I had no idea what the game was, I'm like, "Why is everybody going nuts over this game?" And I figured it out. It just because it's stupid. But
2: yeah, keep going. Sorry, I was just thinking about the warrior War game that somebody made out of that. <laughs> Press eight. Die. Um. Yeah. So, so it's basically like that. And so I, you know, I was, you know, I was watching it with the intent of remembering what happened in the game, but then I just got sucked into just watching this guy play it, and I'm like, huh. I should go back and play it because it's, this game is like ganked. It's fucked up. Um, I mean, it it doesn't tell you when your stats level up. It it doesn't tell you when your mutants gained new skills. So, Mm -hmm. like, in Final Fantasy Legend 2 and Saga 2, like, when you win a battle and, like, your stats go up, it'll say, oh, X's stat, X's strength increased. Right. And if, if your mutant gains a, gains an ability, it'll be like, oh, um, Sunzer dropped fire and gained flame you know um mm-hmm. this one it just says you in battle and then like you go into your menu and you're like what what the fuck i lost my spell god damn it you know it doesn't <laughs> it's fucked up um but like there it's it's also kind of we- weird in that nostalgic appealing in that weird nostalgic way um there there is a skill called esp which i had no idea what it did so i literally like just before the podcast i went and looked it up and what it does is it increases the chance that your mutant will increase uh, will uh, receive a level up in its in in his hmm and because because you know weapons in this game are expensive and like it's that stupid limited use type of thing where after you use right. a weapon twenty five times it breaks and you have to buy a new one, um, I try to like have my mutant waste her turn and not like not cast a spell or not and so I was like I gotta find a spell that really that like has a lot of uses and this ESP thing has twenty five uses so I'm like all right. And throughout this entire playthrough, like I keep on checking my stats because I forget that in this game humans do not level up by doing stuff; they level up by drinking potions, <laughs> which is really easy to exploit. Yeah. So, but the mutant is the one is the only one that levels up by doing stuff, as far as I know, or as far as I can tell. And so I'm check, you know, I'm checking the human stats. And I'm like, why aren't they going up? And then I finally remember, like, oh yeah, that's right. And so I started checking my mutant stats, and I'm like, I'm in like I'm maybe twenty five, thirty percent through the game. Um, and my mutant's mana is at
0: 99. Nice. You Why is that now. the case? You're Using a lot of magic.
2: I'm just using that. It's because I'm using that ESP spell.
0: Oh. Which
2: whose whose only purpose is to make to make it more probable that you will get a level up in mana, which I think is kind of awesome. Now that I know what it does, <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm just gonna. I I think it. I think the the um stats do go past 99, even though it only displays 99. So I'm just gonna. Um, oh,
0: maybe it'll go up to 255, and yeah. it just says 99.
2: Oh, Christ, I hope it doesn't roll back.
0: Oh, man, we go from 99 to 2. Yeah. Excellent.
2: Oh, my God, I hope it doesn't do that. Whatever, it doesn't matter. I played this Fucking game already. So, yeah. Fuck it, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. And her agility is, like, at 60, which, at this point in the game, is way too high. Um, I don't even think in Saga 2 that anybody's agility is at 60, mm. in my Saga 2 save, which is at the end of the game. So Right. Um, it, This game is fucked up. It is totally jacked. <laughs> like, it's... I'm, okay, so let me turn it on right now and go to a battle. Um, one second, because I want to uh-huh. read this text. Okay. Okay, I'm fighting an octopus. Okay, guy attacks octopus by katana. That's not right grammar.
0: Nope. <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> wait, wait the, 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 when you get poisoned, when you get
2: poisoned, okay, um, at the end of a turn, it's supposed to say like, "Oh, Joe received ten ten damage because of poison." It says like, "It says something like Joe by poison ten damage." <laughs> I'm like, all right, sure. Yeah. Um. What? Have, I started up Bioshock again. I should clarify when I say I started up, it means that I um, started playing again. I didn't start from the beginning. Okay. Um,
0: and where are you?
2: I am still in the Medical Pavilion mission. Uh, okay. At the very beginning, I'm at the point where you have to use telekinesis to grab a grenade and blow open a door. Mm-hmm. Um. The problem is that I tried it and I didn't really know how to use the telekinesis. Um plasmid so like i held on to the thing for too long and and so i was like you know i didn't die yet but i was like i must be doing something wrong this must not be the solution and then like i couldn't think of anything else i was like this has to be the solution so i looked up game facts and it was a solution i'm like "Uh, i don't want to do that have a dinner go to bye and so i left Mm -hmm. um i played that for a little bit and i uh i i really like I, I was hoping that Pete would would, would join today. I, I think he said that he wouldn't be able to make it, but um, I was hoping he would join so we could discuss it a little bit more. But I really don't have a problem with looking for tape recorders and listening to them for the story. And in fact, I feel like, you know, I feel the exact opposite. That I feel more immersed into the world by having to look for these tapes because, in that world, that's what you'd have to do. Right.
0: And I don't. I don't have a problem with it, but at the same time I don't feel compelled to look for them.
2: Right. And and, and I don't think time, you miss... I can't even hear them. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think you miss all that much if you decided yeah. not to.
0: But it's cool to understand what's going on. Of course. Especially with people who you're exploring backgrounds of or of course, people yes. whose work you're continuing. Because uh, there's, there's like a certain part after the medical pavilion you have to go and um, create a, like a pesticide mm-hmm. or something like that or some kind of uh, – something to destroy either uh, an insect or a plant. And it's actually something that someone else was working on and they couldn't actually complete, so you have to complete it. Ah, uh, gotcha. And you get to see – you get to hear these recordings of this person in their in, – in the progress and, um, yeah, you know, you get to kind of hear what happens with them. I, I and that, think – That's, you... like,
2: cool with that. I think you know what it is. It's it's that I you know I I'm a, I'm the hugest one of the hugest fans of Metroid Prime, and the way that game disseminates story is very similar. You have to scan the, the shit out of shit, mm-hmm. and some people just don't like the scanning. Like, All True.
0: Right. I I enjoyed the scanning as well, and at the same time I didn't feel compelled to do it. Whoa. but I did scan everything. Check this Not out. Not everything because I did miss some stuff, but right. I didn't feel like oh damn I missed like eight percent. Let me go and see what that eight percent is.
2: Right. You, you want uh, to, just to sidetrack for a little bit, you want to know how fucked up this game is? This Final Fantasy Legend game? Okay, Uh-oh. so I gained a new ability, Flame, that has 10 uses. I have this ability called Power, which increases the mutant strength to 99, which is 3 uses. And my ESP thing, which is 25 uses in total, but I've been using it so right So at, at the time before this battle started, I was at 20. Mm-hmm. In this battle, Flame has 5 uses, Power has 6, and the ESP has 43. So the numbers just shifted around. Huh? I think this game is going berserk because my mutant stats are getting really, really, really high. Yeah. So, I... I yeah, I... But,
0: uh, I I mean, I, I don't know. Forget it. I'm not asking.
2: Why? What, <laughs> what are you going to ask? Come on. I don't
0: know. I don't know what I'm going to ask. Forget
2: it. <laughs> are you going to ask why this game is so fucking janky?
0: Probably... But I don't really know. I mean, there was, there was something that was formulating in my head, and I decided not to go with it.
2: <laughs> something, something. No, I- I'll tell you what. The same thing happened with Lufia 2, okay, when I was playing it on Super NES. Mm-hmm. Um, so- somehow, I think Tia got an inordinate amount of experience points. I don't know how. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it turned into this thing where she, was, she became so powerful that every time I won a battle, it would, the game would freeze for a good 15 to 20 seconds because it had to calculate all the shit that she had to give her experience points. Wow. Like, it was, it, you know, it had to add, like, oh, you got 10 experience points. It had to add that to her stock. The game had to calculate all that shit. That's what I'm assuming happened. And it was, I was it like... It broke? It what?
0: And it, said, and it broke?
2: I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's nuts. Um, but, uh, yeah, this game's janked. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, uh, Bioshock, right, so, Bioshock, tape recorders, there we go, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, I, I guess it's because of Metroid Prime that, you know, I, I, I am used to that, not, not that I'm used to it, but I'm a fan of that kind of MO, you know me, I'm, I'm, I'm the type of guy who's just like, I'll take the story as, you know, as I see fit, don't shove it down my throat, you know, which is, yep. which is symptomatic of the, all the you know, the square soft kind of, um. Era of brilliance with the PlayStation and all, you know, all the CG and all that shit. So I, I enjoy that aspect of it more. And like it, it, to your comment about not being able to hear it, you know, sometimes what I do is I, I stop and bring up the inventory screen while it's playing.
0: Oh yeah, what I used to do is I bring up the inventory screen after the fact because <laughs> usually I'll pick up a tape recorder and not know it's a tape recorder. I'll be fighting something.
2: and then you know you hear this and you hear you, boom,
1: boom, ah, I'm coming to get you.
0: That sounded like the stuff. double dragon noise,
2: boom.
1: <laughs> oh my god.
0: Yeah. Oh man, yeah, that that reminded me of uh remember we were having that uh topic about games that kicked our asses when we were younger and we should try and play again? Yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. Um I was thinking to myself, damn, I should probably like seriously and do a two player seriously try and play Double Dragon Three, Rosetta Stones for Nintendo. Oh jeez. And actually like try and play that hard ass game and beat it. I mean, that, that was one of the most impossible games to I play. Hate,
2: I hated that game. I don't, I, I, it just left such a sour taste in my mouth.
0: Mine too. Ugh. I mean, it, it, I doubt I will ever, ever play it, but that would be like a challenge, a goal, to be able to play through that game, understand how it works, and play through it to actually succeed at it. Right. It can't just be that broken. I mean, there are people who did beat that game.
2: I think. I, I think they're just the insane people who are just really, really good. And, I, yeah. I, well, I, then
0: that means that it's possible. That means that I could eventually uh, get to that level.
2: It's possible. It's just, it's, I, you know, personally, I wouldn't want to get that level because I, I don't like that. Like, it, my distaste for that game uh, overshadows my sense of, I want to get this to work. <laughs> so, yeah,
0: I know. I, I'm just spurring from, on my, my
2: chase. But good luck to you, sir. I huh. think you should do it like a Yeah, like but see, then I would series. have
0: to. A buy it, uh, because I don't want to, you know, like deal with any kind of knockoff controller to do that, and then B I'd have to get my Nintendo out of the closet. Like I, I was thinking about pulling my Nintendo out of the closet to actually play Google Thirteen since I bought it like two years ago.
1: And I, uh,
0: I was just like, eh. you know, I need to actually buy like a real official Nintendo controller because those NES Maxes hurt my thumb. Ah. But, oh, is
2: is that what you currently have?
0: Yeah, I have two two maxes.
2: Um, just wait for a WiiWare download, uh, a, a Wii Shop download, and uh, <laughs> Yeah,
0: right. Like there's gonna be a Wii Shop download of. That uh...
2: game. <laughs> well, you never
0: know. Well, let's see. What do we have there? Uh, let's continue on, and I will uh, search WiiNintendo.com to see if. Yeah, you will. To see what Double Dragons are there. I know Top Secret Mission ain't there. <laughs> it will never get there. I don't even think Victor Kai is around anymore.
2: Well, they they find some way to get the rights. Do they want to? That's uh, good. Good point. <laughs>
0: good I mean, point. granted, they have some game I've never heard of that released this week called Euphoria: The Saga <laughs> what? Sunsoft. Oh it man, is a, Vic an Ireland adventure game.
2: Victor Ireland, thank you for living. <laughs> Victor Ireland. Victor Ireland is the guy who um, I, I I think it was Working Designs or Game Arts. No, Working Designs because Game Arts is the a, is a developer. He was the one who did all the lunar shit.
0: Oh oh okay
2: um lunar and pretty- pretty much anything that working designs localized was him
1: Mm-hmm. before w- it was I, I mean I, I,
2: that that's thunder. an obvious that's a stupid statement to make it's so obvious because he was working designs that's kind of what I meant though he right. was working Designs, so anything he is working Designs. he is working designs double <laughs> dragon only the first one is out uh for virtual class only the fir- not even two no nope. Two's because that's a claim. And, oh, right. get on that, Al. Oh, so
0: then odds are three won't even come out because that's a claim as well. Oh
2: boy, get on that.
0: Like, I really want to talk to people who who
2: wait, who bought the who bought the acclaim brands again.
0: I don't even know. Um,
2: exeed was the one who put out um uh, the red sh- yeah, the red but Star, they only
0: um just they the probably only bought the rights to Red Star because right. then Juice went to some other ThQ. like Juice Games ThQ, went to the THQ right um. I don't know, to tell you the truth, huh? but it doesn't I don't matter. don't like double dragon because... two,
1: large. Oh. Yeah,
2: double oh.
0: dragon two would be awesome on a virtual console. I wonder if there are any acclaimed games with online
2: console. play. Oh wait, they don't do that. They're Nintendo. Nope. Zing. Bang. Inception. Bang. Did you see that movie yet? No. That's just I'm off the trailer. The like y- you know how the you know how the trailer is all just like 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 quick cut, not quick cuts, but like. It'll just like fade into scenes, like fade in and out to scenes, and every time mm-hmm. it fades in, it'll go blah!
1: <laughs>
2: boow, Blah! Okay, uh, so I think that's all I really want to talk about that I've been playing. Not not that not that much really. Um, well, let, let me think. Okay, so I played a little bit of Burnout Paradise, um, a little bit of Virtual Fighter. I, I've been yeah, I, ba- I basically Burnout just Paradise. brought out some Xbox 360 games to play before I leave for Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, when are you going? Uh, I take off tomorrow so that awesome. means that you and pete will have to do the podcast
0: right mm-hmm. um, that's all right apparently there's a, a beach date with mo and the crew uh if the weather is giving yeah i already i already be after
2: the, yeah um i already said that i couldn't make it unfortunately but you know what you could do is bring a laptop to the bitch yeah right get some wireless and then have a podcast with mo and then connect to pit
1: yeah right Sure. <laughs> okay. Um
2: yes, yeah, so yeah, that's what I've been playing and we'll just we'll, we'll just move on now to the launch thing. Alright, we'll take a break. Last episode.
0: I have not I don't have a, a zoom anymore. I mean I have a zoom, but I have no way to listen to it. Is so it, now I can only listen to, to CDs. What happened to it? Uh, the zoom is fine, but my uh little car thing lighter oh. adapter. The lighter adapter apparently doesn't work anymore. And you just suddenly gotcha. did it. So well, you should you should uh, just
2: get a pair of headphones and get arrested.
0: No way. I see people driving like that. I'm like, dude. You can't even hear anything around you. What if somebody's, like, bleep beeping you because you're in their lane? Right. are screwed. Um, but, yeah, I've only been listening to CDs at the moment, which... What are those? I mean, at least it's good because I bought some new CDs, and usually I get overwhelmed with the amount of music I have on my Zoom that I never really get to listen to new stuff that I buy.
2: It's a good thing Pete's not on this episode because then he'd be like, Physical media! No! <laughs> But we're not here to talk about Al's broken Zune phone phone <sighs> lighter charger no. thing. We're here to talk yes. about long charge. I think so.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I will say just to summarize. Uh, I have experienced the Super NES launch. Um, the what comes after the SNES? I can't even remember. I experienced <laughs> the SNES launch. Um. The Game Boy Advance launch, because I, I never really did anything with the PlayStation until it was like 100 bucks, um, Me too. Which, oddly enough, is when like all the games that I played for it came out. Um, yeah, I think we bought the PlayStation at the same time, didn't we? Mm-hmm. From the same store on 14th Street. Oh, that store. Uh, the, the um... I guess the... I, I mean, that that, that that is part of the conversation. It's not just launches, but your first experiences with the system. But, as far as launches go, not that one. The Game Boy Advance launch... Um, and then from from the Game Boy Advance, Admi- no, not from the Game Boy Advance, from the Dreamcast on, I should say, uh, I was, at- no, no, I shouldn't say that because PlayStation Two, I really didn't pay attention to. Um, Game Boy Advance, Dreamcast, although those are in reverse chronological order because Dreamcast came first, um, and that was thanks to you that I experienced that launch. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't. It wasn't even the launch; it was a Japanese launch.
0: Yeah, because um, we, um, well, I went and got the the Japanese one because of Matt.
2: Right, right. Cause that that boy was crazy. Um,
0: mm-hmm. Playing Shamu, Japanese. Jesus fun.
2: Christ! And then, um, you definitely, you definitely got to talk about that. Um, <laughs> and then obviously the, the GameCube launch, and then um, Xbox 360. You know what? The funny thing is, I I didn't even experience the Xbox 360 launch at all. I I, I didn't. It, it, only the PS3 and, and the Wii. Yeah, I,
0: I know nothing about the 360 launch because I was still like anti. Xbox at that time,
2: right. um, but yeah. So um, I, I guess the conversation goes like what what the most memorable memorable memories are of it, and uh, I, I think my was your for I keep on forgetting what was your first console. My was first it the NES or was, was it like N- an Atari? It
0: was the well, my personal first console was an NES, but okay. my aunt and my uncle had an Atari twenty six hundred. Um, but that, I doubt, counts for me because I wasn't alive when the Atari 2600 <laughs> launched. Um, but I had gotten uh, the Nintendo Entertainment System with the Rob and uh of My Duck Hunt Zapper package. And that, I guess, I think that was the Christmas of 85, which would be uh, the holiday after the release, because I don't remember when in 85 it launched in America, but it was like the holiday season and that was what I got for Christmas. Actually, I don't even know if it was really what I got for Christmas or if it was what Mm -hmm. my parents got themselves that also applied to me. (laughs) (laughs) Because, I mean, I was only five. Right. But (laughs) granted, (laughs) I was only five. (laughs) Shut up. The Two Marvelous didn't even come out at that time.
2: I'm scared! Shut up. I'm scared of the classical music in Super Mario Brothers. Alright, Bill. Five years old. Um, <laughs> I
0: can only imagine <laughs> how...
2: Stop it! I'm not gonna lie, that was that was a little creepy.
0: Yes, it was, see? I'm so just making fun making of you fun because me. everyone else makes fun of you. Yeah, 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 whatever. So, <laughs> what I'm trying to figure out here, Mr. Tupon, <laughs> is... How this launch was actually successful. Like, I don't know what other games were out when it came out, but I can definitely tell you that we didn't get any new games for a while. And we were perfectly content with Gyromite and Duck Hunt.
2: Was Rob a launch thing? Yes. That's that's probably because everyone like it because it was still toys back then. True. And everybody probably saw that shit and went! Oh my God! I mean, I guess
0: it was difficult enough to try and get Rob to spin a gyro and then put it on a, uh, a a platform or, you know, some kind of level and keep it spinning while at the same time you're trying to go through uh, a level of, you know, this puzzle type of level and what the gyros did was raise and lower pillars and you had to use that to either get from point A to point B or time it so that it crushes the enemies, things like that. Sometimes you had to do some craziness like there would be, because in in Gyromite, if you don't know, uh, Gyromite yeah, is essentially know. a puzzle game to get from point A to point B uh, where there are blue and red pillars. The blue right. pillars raise and lower slowly, while the red ones raise and lower very quickly. And I think there are 100 levels and you can actually make your own levels at the same time. Uh, not at the same time, but in the same <laughs> package. You can create your own levels. Can you create your own levels? No, that definitely was not a game that you can create your own levels because they actually had games that you can quote-unquote program, but mm-hmm. you actually couldn't. Like Bike has a programmable feature in it, but you actually can't use it because uh, it Excitebike. another device, but you can create your own stages. Anyway. Uh, oh, that's what it was. You can create your own stages, which is what made it quote-unquote programmable, but you can actually save them but you couldn't save them because the saving was a part of the disk system.
2: Oh, right. And
0: there was no SRAM in the cartridge to save on. So, I, you know, that was back in the day when they didn't really care about product quality and localization and how it actually affects the customers. So, that feature was actually in the game, but it never worked.
2: Man, I love this psych bike. <laughs> I forgot what the theme music was for that game.
0: You don't remember? The boom, boom, bang, boom, bang. boom, boom, boom. There we go. Boom, 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 boom.
1: All right. Um,
0: right. Um, and then every so often, as you keep resetting the game, it would come out in a harmony. I don't understand why I did that, but hey, it was cool. Um. So, might I think that it was enough entertainment to be able to navigate the red and blue pillars. And sometimes they would have red and blue pillars like together, so you'd have to damn near crush yourself to get through. Uh-huh. And um, it took a bit of dexterity on Rob's part to help get you through certain areas. Uh, Duck Hunt was I guess Duck Hunt was actually rather entertaining as well because it was like the first light gun game I think mm-hmm. and shooting ducks is always cool and getting mad at that dog was always something to do. Bleep, boop, 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 boop. Um, And then skeet shooting was always fun as well. So it it really did hold our attention for months, and I guess also because of the infancy of the video game industry. Well, not the infancy, because it, you know it was after the crash. I guess it's the new infancy. The rebirth. Yes, the reinfancy of the video game industry. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna
2: rebaby you. Things, things like, like baby again.
0: you know, simple one single-purpose games that really only have
2: uh like five, ten minutes Golf. of.
0: True variety they were able to last us a long time because that was still in the era of you know games like combat and games like uh Space war and asteroids, missile Command, where one stage just variations on one stage um in one type of play or a couple of types of play, but they were just minor variations of the same premise combat you have right. two tanks you or four tanks where both tanks are controlled by the same person <laughs> uh in formation. And you have to just shoot the other tank. And the only variations are what the level looks like, uh, whether the bullets bounce off walls or not, and, uh, you know, silly little things like that. It wasn't until, like, Super Mario Bros. came out, which I guess was in 86, uh, that completely revolutionized how games were made because now there was a purpose. And although the game was still, like, it could be 15 minutes long if you used warps. It theoretically was about an hour or so. I I don't know how long it would take if you went... Straight from level one to level eight, and giving uh, your fair share of dying, you know, to pass the game because without having to continue, I don't know how long it would take.
2: I'm trying to think here. Uh, yeah,
0: some of the stages are fucking hard. Well yeah. five, three, and so pretty much all of World stages six and, and
2: seven. Yeah, I'd, I'd say about an hour. Yeah, you would blaze through some of the easier ones in a minute or less. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the harder ones maybe take two or three minutes if you're good. If you're good. Yeah, I'd say about an hour. R- right, but I mean, like, if you're... Yeah, some of them are hard, but, like, I uh, I guess, yeah, those those, those ones in 5 are bitches. You know what? I never actually... Like, I always, you know, I pick up that again, and I always stop at, like, after World 4, because I'm just like, this is all foreign to me. I.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Most people, you know, <clears throat> most people are trained to go World 1, World 2, World 4, World 8. And those are the only worlds that people
2: are really good at, because those are the only get levels that they're... Well, seen? it's it's not even that. Like, I'll go straight to level four, and then after four, I'm like, all right, I'm done. I I, I don't I don't want to do the rest. Oh, of you this just don't have the uh, I don't the, have the, the will to do it. I don't I don't have the 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 gumption, the motivation, mm. the skill, the no, power you have the skill, and will, just or don't whatever the, the fuck that fucking song lyric is anyway.
0: Uh, but yeah, I mean, you got stuff like world. Uh, I think world four or world five or maybe even world six. The castle loops. Where if you take the wrong path, it loops back to the beginning. I hate that one, And those are really tough because they put you on a pretty serious time restriction. And just going, if you, back in in 1986, when you had no idea that the fucking stage was looping, you would get frustrated, like, what the hell is going on? It keeps showing me the same thing over and over again. And, you know, now we're a little bit more intelligent. Like, there's stages in, well, then again, it's a little more intuitive in the game. When it's like in the new Super Mario Brothers Wii they have castles that loop like that but you can tell when you're wrong because it makes a sound oh <laughs> so if you go and take the wrong path it goes and then it loops the stage over and if you take the right path it goes ding and you go on to the next segment right but back right. in the original Super Mario Brothers yeah, you just obviously like, they don't have straight. that yeah I, and then well I was also going to continue to say that uh Le- world 8 was probably the, one of the most confusing levels but it's actually a variation of another level. Uh, I think before level 8, there were warps that would take you back to the beginning of the yes, stage. And the yes. pipes. Uh-huh. And world 8 was I a, a much died more complex of, version of that.
2: I always died because of time running out.
0: Mm-hmm. And I used to always die time running out on the choose-the-right-path stages. Right. And then there's stuff like, you know, world 4s, super-mega-large flame loops that take up the entire screen. You had to navigate those. Um and then stage 5 with the bullet bill stages where you had to just basically run through stage and there's nothing but bullet bills flying left and right uh stage 7 was a bitch but i can't remember anything about it um stage 3 was a bit of a bitch too uh that was the the first dark stage uh um, oh
2: it with with the with the black background
0: yeah and uh so essentially before super mario brothers that the the launch of the NES was almost like just it, it was a opening the door to a new world of just everything and i was i was practically amazed and that that's you know how i got broken into the video game world hardcore
2: i, I think my issue with the nes not my issue but my own personal like like my my journey so to speak like it like i had already been inundated with arcade games mm-hmm. and i had seen other people play uh, NES games like before on like big TVs and all that shit, and right. so when I finally got mine, which was from a family friend, um, like I had already seen a lot of it. So my own personal experiences weren't were unfortunately not that new. So I didn't have that kind of like gateway thing because it already happened with the arcades. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm just trying to think. I I know I didn't start off with Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers on my like I played it, but I don't know I I didn't have it. Um, okay, I think. What I started off with was Excite Bike, mm. um, and I think, like, just looking back, I think that's a that was a good game to start with because I really enjoyed the shit out of that game. Um, <laughs> Me too.
0: I, I the the only thing that I can truly, truly, truly remember, and like, mm-hmm. if you say mm-hmm. what is your most uh memorable thing about Excite Bike, is trying to finish it, trying right. to finish that fourth stage. I could never get first place. It was so. Rough, trying to do it, and I bet you I could do it today. That was fun. That's there goes another game. There's on another. List. There's
2: another game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I honestly like Excite Bike was was pretty much. I'm really trying to remember what else I um. God, what what else did I have when? Because I know I, I know like the whole Double Dragon Two, Track and Field Two, Contra, all that shit came down the pipeline, but that wasn't there in the first month. You know, no, that was
0: all eighty-seven, eighty-eight. Right. Well, but I'm I'm, I'm saying for
2: my ownership because I owned I, I didn't own mine until like 80 yeah I didn't own mine until like 89 it was kind of kind of late in mm-hmm. its life already or 88 I should say yeah
0: that's like around Ninja Turtles era
2: yeah um so I I don't know but I mean so so as a result like my NES kind of uh, opening experiences weren't really that uh, weren't really that special I, I I should say which is a sad thing to say because it was a really a special system yeah um, it is
0: about your exposure to it um. Can I move on to the next one?
2: Yes. Next. What, what did you uh, stumble uh, on?
0: I think that the next console I got was a Super Nintendo, and after that I got a Genesis, and after that I got a TurboGrafx. Um The Super Nintendo was the console that I got at its launch, whereas the Genesis I got later. Um, I never owned a Sega Master System, but my uncle did, but I don't really want to talk about that because there isn't really anything interesting to talk about with it at the moment. Master System, uh, you mean? Yeah, my System. Uh, I can talk about it on another, like, kind of, uh, another topic. But Super Nintendo was much more um, significant. Now, with the Super Nintendo, uh, that was the package that came with uh, Super Mario World and two controllers. I think it was, like, the last console that ever come with two controllers. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, I remember those days.
0: Yeah. And Super Mario World... Uh, probably that's probably one of the last two-player games that came out at at the launch. You know, uh, the Nintendo had to come out with two controllers because Rob had to use the second controller, right? (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Um, the Genesis came out with one controller because and it's weird because it came out with one controller, but it came out with Ultra Beast, right? Um, the Master System came out with one controller and the gun, but it came out with Hang-On, which is only one player. And Safari, what? Hang on.
2: Oh, I thought you I thought you tried to japanese "eyes." it. I thought you said Hango. Oh, no,
0: no. That's how they say it in J- in Japan. Hango. Oh, Hango. Yeah.
2: Oh, Hango. Yeah. That's terrible. I'm Very racist. Terrible.
0: Uh, uh, and Safari Hunt, which was uh, a a, zapper, or a light phaser game. Um, TurboGrafx-16 only had support from one controller. <laughs> which
2: is, oh, God. That's right. <laughs> so oh, my God. My that's opinion. right. But most
0: of their games were only one player anyway. Uh... So for Super Nintendo, it was very significant because Super Mario World was a very breakthrough game, mainly because of its...
2: It, it, it was... Its, it's expansiveness. Well, its, its expansion of, I was going to say that, but then Mario 3, I think, already yeah. set the tone already, so I wasn't that like blown away by it, although I liked it a lot.
0: Mhm. I think I was blown away by the implementation of like it's not even implementation because it's an expansion of Mario Three's implementation as well, the whole map and moving on from one type of world to another type of world instead of going A C D, you could go A C F E D, you know, you can go out of order into certain stages. Uh Yoshi was an awesome mechanic. The 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 change in the uh the display and the the, the in entire multimedia experience was really right. what kind of caught me the beautiful colors the the music uh, I'm trying to think of any other games that I had gotten in the next couple of months because when I got Super Nintendo I did not get any other games for a while so it was all about playing Super Mario World over and over and getting better at it and going through all the right. worlds and learning all the nuances which is something that people don't do anymore you know and, and, well, at our age, we don't have the time to do that.
2: Right. But Which is sad.
0: Yeah, Old it's sad, man. but that's life. You know, but even kids. I mean, all right, kids do do that. Uh, you know, they play Gears of War and they play Call of Duty and they learn nuances of competitive multiplayer, primarily. Uh, I know that that occurs in those types of games, but there are rarely... Games. With, with
2: the level design that was set out for you already, that you learn exactly,
0: learned. and and
2: well, I mean, okay, getting to that competitive about the maps scale. are is kind of that thing. I mean, like like learning a map, I think is is still legit.
0: That's true, and in doing intuitive things with maps, like when people used to do crazy stuff uh, in Unreal Tournament, and uh, when people used to, well, people still do, kind of do crazy stuff in Halo, Halo Two, Halo Three. Um, but with the Super Nintendo, there really isn't much else that I could say about the launch. I actually still have my Super Nintendo from launch. It's all discolored because of different oh. types of plastic. <laughs> yeah. Um. I actually have one controller from launch. And I'm about to sneeze. Achoo! Did you hear it through my mute?
2: No, but I made Good. it for you.
0: Ha ha ha. I win again. Uh, I win. I actually have three Super Nintendo games. <laughs> uh, I believe I've mentioned what they were on a previous podcast, but I'll just say it again. Uh, Super Bomberman, of which I wish I still had the multi-tap and four other controllers, because that is a game that still stands the test of time. Mm-hmm. Multiplayer. Uh, Mortal Kombat, which uh, out of all the fucking games I have, why do I still the, have oh, that?
2: The, not even two, but the first one. Yeah, the first one. The first game's one with version. no blood and bad gameplay. Exactly.
0: And uh, Super Metroid. I actually have four games. I have uh so Mario that's RPG. A
2: good, that's a good one to have. I my SNES launch, um the, the funny thing is that it launched on my birthday on August twenty third. Oh nice. To, according to Wikipedia. But I actually got it as a Christmas gift. Um mm-hmm. I think the the funny thing was that I'd been clamoring for this thing and like my folks were were rightfully so were were skeptical because it's like you just you know, you have this NES and mm-hmm. you know What's going to happen to all that old shit? And people were talking about the adapter and everything. And I thought I was like, they're going to have an adapter that lets you play all the old games. And they're like, are you sure? And obviously, it never came out. But right. it's not like it's not like I threw out the NES. I still had it and I kept it there. You mm-hmm. know, so I still played it.
0: Yeah, you um, know, that was a concern in my family as well. Like, will it play the old games? And now, just looking back, I'm like, it doesn't really matter because we never threw away the
2: old console. Right because the thing is that they thought that we were that we were going to abandon it like cuz mm-hmm. it's like it's not like it's not like the traditional toy where you get sick of it and then you throw it away it's like no this toy has other toys that are played in it and you throw those away yep <laughs> if if you don't like them so like you're already abandoning stuff that that you know what i mean but they don't it, that wasn't you know part of their perception at the time mm-hmm. um but i so i got it as a christmas gift and the funny thing was, like, I had been clamoring for that thing so badly that I had a dream that I got it. Nice. Um, like, in doing Thanksgiving, I had a dream that I got it, and it was so weird because I opened the box and I and I touched the controller for the first time, and then like I put it down, so it had the four buttons, and then I went back to the controller, and then all of a sudden it had a W button. <laughs> so the thing was like sprouting buttons, and I'm like, what? And then I woke up, and I'm like, I looked under my bed, I'm like I don't have it. <sighs> um but yeah so i mean i started off with uh as everybody everybody else did with super mario world and um i remember at the time not actually not being impressed by it visually mm. because you know it didn't it didn't look my i guess my kind of um my kind of uh, i guess standard for lack of a better word for what i would be impressed by visually was like big sprites kind of like um that, that looked more realistic and that had smoother color blend. Like, like for example, like, at the time, I thought Golden Axe was a pretty good-looking game mm-hmm. for what it was. Like, you know, it had big, meaty sprites, and the art style was very kind of, like, realistic-ish. Right. And so I thought I thought that's what good graphics were. And so when I saw Mario World, yeah, it had a lot of colors, but, like, you know, Mario looked kind of squishy, and, like, the backgrounds were all weird. Like, it, it had that kind of, like, that that... That art style to it, where like um, the the not the trees, but like there there was there was a shit in the background that was like like very angular. I don't know what they were. Were Mm -hmm. they structures? Were they plants? What (laughs) were they? You don't know. But they were angular, and they were just like sticking out of you know sticking out of the um, of the sky. And I was like, all right, this is so it was just kind of weird to me, and it looked very childish which is why at the time I was like this, these graphics are you know, I w I wasn't worried about the graphics being like non-impressive to me, but I, you know, I wasn't impressed. I think Mm -hmm. so. So I was just like, all right, uh, this is weird. And then my sister's friend from high school, who was like the biggest game nut that I knew at the time, uh, who wasn't one of my own friends, um, he Like, he'd come over, and then he'd, like, befriend me, because I had a Super NES as well, and he 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 showed me Act Razor, and then he showed me F-Zero, and, like, F-Zero mm. was one that really just went...
0: Ah, <laughs> just F-Zero was in the my face. second game. Yes.
2: Um, and, you know, the f- funny thing, I never, ever owned F-Zero.
0: Mm. I, uh... That's another game that, like, I can never pass the last stage.
2: Um, the, like, the last, last, last stage? Yeah, yeah I, I I'm very bad at that game. I, I... I don't think I had trouble with the first Port Town. Mm. Well, I mean, I mean, like not anymore, but like, a, a, like it took me a long time. Back when like, you first played it, not even back then. Like, like when when I when I bought it again on Virtual Console, I had to practice it. Mm. Um, but I think I think my earliest memory uh, of my earliest memories, F Zero, is my favorite Super NES memory because the music was fantastic for almost every single stage that I played Hell except for except yeah. for Death Valley which was just like oh yeah that's all it was um, i loved the mute city music i loved big blue i loved the port town music i loved uh I what was stage 5 with the mines what was that called um,
0: it wasn't fire. no well it, wasn't it was a, it field, was a very peaceful kind of field.
2: huh no i was saying it wasn't firefield cuz there's only one firefield Right, no, it, um, just had, it just had mines. Um, star, um, but it, I, I liked it because it had a very. It, it was a, it was against a purple sky. Um, it, it had yes. a, very, a very, and I'm gonna look at it right now. but it, yeah. it had a very kind of gentle, um, mellow music to it, and I like. I think that was that actually ends up being my favorite track, even over Mute City um, soundtrack, uh, not mm-hmm. racing track. Um, let's see, Mute City Silence. Yes, Silence. silence. That's what it's called. Um... Yeah, it had the mines, or you could go through the mines, or you could go around the curve. Like there were two paths to it. Um, mm. I I would really like to see a DS version of F Zero, uh, actually, because I I a you know 3DS you know
0: version of F Zero. What'd you say? A 3DS version of. F-Zero. A 3DS, yeah. Oh my God, that yes. would be nice.
2: Because you know that I was kind of disappointed, and we share different opinions, but I was disappointed by F Zero Advance. Um,
0: oh yeah, I have uh, the sequel actually, the F Zero GP.
2: Oh, I, f- I forgot that there was a second one!
0: Yeah, I, totally uh, I like it, and I actually want to go back to playing it. I, I had that F-Zero hankering, and uh, although I like maximum velocity, I really never got into F-Zero GP. Um, it's it's more like a story-based, almost kind of like F-Zero uh, X, not X, X GX. Right.
2: Uh, where Let, let's, like, let's save that, because we're yeah. going to talk about Game Boy Advance. Definitely. Let's save that. Um, I think after F0 then like just watching my sister's friend play ActRaiser and just being that was when i was like like F0 was like technology and then ActRaiser was like art. this is a type of like realistic art style that not realistic but you know what i mean it was more it was it, it felt more organic and less cartoony
0: right it was the type of art style that you were that i expected for. out of
2: like yeah mm-hmm. um what about what was i guess past super mario world what were your uh your most vivid launch me- uh, la- close to launch memories
0: uh well I don't really have any. I I just have like separate memories of games that were big hits for me on the console and I'll just mention what they are. Like uh Super Mario Kart mm. was uh really big like it had heavy gameplay on my console. Um Contra 3 was a game that I actually I don't even think I owned it personally, but I had played it at someone else's house, and that blew me away. Um, Other early games, I can't really think of any. Um,
2: Final Fantasy II, I should drop in there. Oh, yeah,
0: Final Fantasy II was the game that got me into RPGs. I, Uh, I
2: I can't remember whether or not I played that before Link to the Past, but that was kind of like... Uh, and as I, said, as I said in a previous episode, where we talked about our most influential games, like mm-hmm. Saga Two was kind of like uh, the door, like the, the 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 door that opened the way to RPGs for me. Mm-hmm. And in Final Fantasy Two was like my first like bedroom past the door. This is my mm-hmm. room now. This is this is it, that was really stupid. you live in there now. Yeah. So there was all that. right. So
0: let's take that Saga Two and segue into uh, Game Boy, which for me will be very very brief. Uh, I got a Game Boy, I forget when, but it was still being packed with Tetris, which, of course, is the number one selling like either Game Boy game or game of all time <laughs> because it was packed in with just about every Game Boy. Um, and my early memories of Game Boy were of playing Tetris over and over and over <laughs> and over and over and over and over and over again while at the same time getting a little bit of time in on uh Super Mario Land, which I don't think I ever owned. I think I played that on a borrow basis. Um
2: That that game was janky.
0: That game was very janky. I rough. it was, rough. It, was it was I rough and tough.
2: I hated jumping. <laughs>
0: um I also played Motocross Maniacs, which was supposed to be like a I guess it was supposed to be an excitement clone.
2: Yeah, I was gonna talk about that when we were talking about Excite then I was like Let's, let me hold it back to the Game Boy. I loved yeah. that game. Me too. I it was really loved it that was uh,
0: kind of weird at times because you can like root yourself in the ground and stuff. Right. Uh but
2: I like the loop de loops and shit. I was like, ah, I'll yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog. Um
0: but there really isn't much else uh to talk about with game Boy, because there were so few games that I had access to, I think. Yeah. is the best way of explaining it. Um but then I'll move on to the Genesis, which is also really short. Oh,
2: oh, oh hey, hey, what about me?
0: Oh, you, oh, I. I'm you keep sorry, running, you were... running ahead, sir. I'm running ahead. We um, we have nine minutes.
2: I know, but <laughs> uh, uh, the Game Boy. I think that the funniest thing was I never owned one until past like way past its prime, like when I when I had already had a Super Nintendo for a couple of years. Uh, so my earliest memories of the Game Boy were borrowing a friend's a family friend's who lived upstairs, and like she had this big plastic bag with like all her cartridges in it, and again she was like, "I'm not playing it here. You take it." And so. I think my the one that sticks out right now is Revenge of the Gator, mm. which is a pinball game. A pinball. Yeah. Uh, that was the one that sticks out most with me, and I think at the time, because of those types of things, there's Revenge of the Gator, There was this this uh, shmup, and I liked those games that I played when I finally got my own Game Boy, um, and I started like borrowing my friend's copy of Mortal Kombat, and I realized just how shitty some of the games could be. Mm-hmm. Um, I started playing the Mega Man games, and those just didn't feel right, it, 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 like, I started noticing all the little flaws and, and, and issues, and I think the, the, some of the last games that I had played for that thing actually ended up really impressing me and, left, and kind of, like, left a good taste in my mouth when I stopped playing Game Boy were Donkey Kong Land, which was an amazingly faithful adaptation of Donkey Kong Country. Like, oh, it was they, a late game. Yeah, they somehow made the rendered graphics not look like Vomit. Like on black and white, and it made it play well. Like they mm-hmm. they were good playing games. Killer Instinct of all games. What really? Yes, I I, wow. I I swear to God, you may not like it. People may not like that game, but they did a great job converting it to two buttons. Like the control, like if you ever played Street Fighter Two for Game Boy, that no. was a horrible slow mess. Killer Instinct felt like Killer Instinct. That and and that is the key. Like. It didn't have to have all the moves. It didn't have to have all the characters, um, but it had a, a had a lot of the combos. Like they they fit so much into that game. It, again, it felt like Killer Instinct. If you must dabble in the dark, Pete Arts TryGames.net does not endorse piracy of any kind. But just for your own curiosity curiosity's sake, just find it any anyhow anywhere legal illegal whatever. Just <laughs> like just, I'm just saying, talking to you personally. Like give it a mm-hmm. shot because it's it's so weird how they were able to do that, and then Capcom's version of Street Fighter Two was shit. Yep. Um, but I played a version of Street Fighter Alpha for Game Boy, which actually kind of was good. So, I don't know. There you go. Um, but, yeah. And then and then Oracle of Season, Oracle of Ages. You had Seasons. I had Ages. I lost Ages. I need mm-hmm. to get that back. Um, <laughs> but then, okay. So, Genesis. I have zero, zero experience with Genesis. So, that's the floor is yours.
0: Okay. Well, I had gotten it late in the game because... Um... I was all anti-Sega back then, you know, back in the early days of Super Nintendo Genesis and Nintendo Sega Master System, people were taking sides. I mean, yep. people still take sides now.
2: For show, For show.
0: I think it was a lot more fierce back then, With you know, especially with the Genesis does Nintendo and the yes. commercials yes. where between Game Gear and Game Boy if you... I don't understand the spinach sound.
2: I, I wouldn't say it's, it was more fierce. I will say it was more frothy because we didn't understand the things we understand today. And so if there were forums, but like like there were no forums back then. So like all the shit was just super childish. Shit is still super childish, but they're childish in a, in a way that people still kind of find the time to look up shit and then use that as argument uh, ammunition as opposed to just saying, well, you're stupid. You know, like oh, they, 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 they it's it's even more fierce because of that, because people back up what they say sometimes, sometimes. Right.
0: I, I, and you don't really see much advertisement. I mean, I guess it's still one sided, like back in between Sega and Nintendo. Sega was really more inflammatory towards Nintendo and making fun of yep. their games in comparison to yep. uh, the Sega games, whereas nowadays the only company that really does that well, did that was PlayStation with Kevin Butler. Right. Uh you don't really see ads from Nintendo. Uh you've never seen ads from Nintendo making fun of their competitors. And uh Microsoft they don't do that either. But uh right. with the Genesis, I got it with Altered Beast and Altered Beast was a great game. Um I had gotten some Sega stuff and
1: Sega stuff. <laughs> uh
0: some other things. like Basically, I got my Genesis because my uncle had Genesis and he was big into Madden. And stuff Master like Mike. No, it's not Mike. Master uh, Ben. <laughs> Why did you convert it over to Ben? I don't know. Anyway, um, you know, he was big into Madden from football games and I kind of liked football games but I was more into playing um, stuff like Road Rash. Uh, that was a, a big, like, Opening style, opening style, <laughs> launch-ish game for me. Uh,
2: opening style.
0: There was of course Sonic 2. I think I got Sonic 2 as a bonus with uh, that, or Sonic 1, one of one of the two. But Sonic was uh, it, it, it's a very memorable thing for me. Whereas Super Mario World was memorable because of its colors. Like Sonic was memorable because of its overall style and its attitude and things that Sonic did that Mario probably will never do. Um, right. It's hard to explain and I won't. So I'll move on. Um, see, we got Turbo which I'm not talking about because I got that like really s- super late, and <clears throat> there really isn't anything memorable except for the ending of Splatterhouse, which completely like, scarred me for life. <laughs> and um, bleep, 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 bleep,
1: bleep.
0: oh god. Uh, so, the next thing that, re- that release that we got was the Game Boy Advance, which we got together.
2: Yes, uh, Upstate Games. Was was it Upstate Games or NCSX? It was Upstate Games, I think.
0: I think it was Upstate Games.
2: Yeah. Um. Might have been NCS, though. And, and th- th- I think this one, for me, was the most special, uh, involvement in a, in a launch, because it was my first, I will say, it was my first real launch, first of all. I never, oh, what?
0: Didn't we get... Um, wait, did we get, did we, did we get Japanese, I know I got a Japanese GBA, but, wait, is it a Japanese GBA?
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. We both got it.
0: We both got Japanese GBAs, and did we get it because it was a Japanese launch?
2: Yes. Otherwise, we wouldn't have gone to uh, Upstate Games, because we wouldn't have needed to import it.
0: Right. So, this was our first Japanese launch.
2: Well, no, not for you, because you had the Dreamcast.
0: But Dreamcast came after the GBA.
2: Did it? Nine. Sure it did. Uh, wasn't Dreamcast? Wasn't the US date for Dreamcast nine nine ninety nine, and the GBA was two thousand and
0: one? It was. Yeah. Oh, so then it's our first <laughs> Japanese launch.
2: Our first. Well, it, was, it was my first launch and my only um foreign launch, which means that I got to get it ahead of time. Right. So, for me, that was pretty special. Um, and. I think just the idea of playing Super Nintendo quality... Ga- not Forget about Super Nintendo quality, okay? the Super Nintendo visuals, but 32-bit 2D quality game, Like, Saturn-level... Um, supposedly Saturn-level games, because there mm-hmm. was, it was supposed to be a 32-bit system. Which is why Advanced Garden Heroes is really bumming me out. Because that was <laughs> slow, and it should not have been that slow. Anyway. Yeah, but, um, and
0: then Gunstar Superheroes is so much better, but that game has its own problems.
2: Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I still like it. But, you yeah. know... Um, when I, I think F Zero was one of the games that did it to me again, even though I didn't like the game itself. Eventually, like th- from a technological display, um, it was like holy shit! Like I was used to playing, um, well, I was used to playing Motocross Maniacs, on Game Boy, you know, which is great, but totally two D and obviously in black and white. I'm trying to think if there are any racing games that I ever played on the Game Boy past Motocross Maniacs, and just something that went this fast and this smooth and controlled that well um, until you hit a wall uh, was was just amazing to me. And then it continued on when I played Super Mario Advance 2, which, you know, is it, it's it's Super Mario 2. It's not like it's a, a fantastic, like, great, special game or anything. It's It's a good game. It's what it is. Mm-hmm. But the way that it felt... To control each of the characters, um, and just kind of the upgrade and smoothness from the NES version, um, because to, a lot of people are like the Game Boy is a portable NES. I don't think so, because like there are a lot of things that were janky about the way that Game Boy games controlled when compared to the NES versions. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah,
0: because the Game Boy was weaker than the NES in some fashions, right. some ways.
2: And so it was like when when I played the GBA, it was just like I was I was just amazed by how. Not only it replicated the feel of a Super Nintendo and surpassed the feel of an NES, but also in some cases, I felt like it surpassed the NES, uh, the SNES as well. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I think Street Fighter Two Turbo Revival was was case in point. Like um, the fact that you had that running on a, as smooth as it did on a little system like that, um, sure. and then like. All the SNES games that would have slowdown—that was complete—that you know the slowdown was completely absent in the GBA games. You know that in and of itself was like wow. Um, well, let's see. The memories would be F Zero, Mario, mm-hmm. and. Mario Castlevania um, Circle of the Moon was the one moon, of the earliest right. launch games, right? And at the time I was like, I love this game, and now I'm like, I don't like this game. <laughs> I, I don't I don't like I really don't like that game now. But like at the time it was like, Wow, you, you stuffed Symphony of the Night into this cartridge. I know he moves really slow, and I know I can't see anything, but wow, you did it. Um Oh, and then Super Dodgeball. I oh, right, day, I don't yes. know why I sold that game back. I, I want to get it back. I, I uh, loved that game. Yes. Uh, well, your turn.
0: Um well Pretty much, it's all the same. I mean, I, we both experienced that launch together, and uh, actually, you were still going to NYU. I remember going back to your dorm room with the GBAs. Yes, and, you know, I was. Yes, them. that
2: was the key memory. We were mm-hmm. playing F Zero. No, we were playing Mario Brothers on, on using the Game Boy Link, and then like right. my roommate in. I walks think you in. bought
0: Mario Brothers, and I bought F Zero. So I, we were playing F Zero like single card. That was the other thing. Right. Single card multiplayer was just like blowing our minds you're like how are we able to play right and you know i don't have a game in my right, in my console right.
2: that that was nuts and i remember my roommate walking in and like because we had had this whole like discussion about like how, why the n64 flopped and i was like no nah, and he was like no because you know he was a he was also a business student as as well and uh, as well as i was but I, I wasn't thinking about it on that level but he was and you know his arguments are always like on the business and marketing side of things you know mm-hmm. that is where and He's completely right. That is where these consoles succeed, you know? Um, and so he was, like, like we, we had had a discussion, like, a week before about, like, you know, why N64 versus PlayStation and why, like, Nintendo was kind of pretty much not not there and all that shit. And then he walks in, and he sees us like, you know, like, playing, and then he looks at it. He looks at the fact that F-Zero is running on you. He's like, shit, that's a system. And then just walks away. And I'm like, I should get him one. Then we can all play. we can do four <laughs> players at once. And then... But that was kind of like a defining moment for me. It was just like I knew that this thing was, to me, this thing was special. And then unfortunately, the DS supplanted it in like three years. Yeah. But um, I'm sorry. Continue. So we, I I just totally jumped off of that story when we were in the dorm room playing it. Oh no, that's that's
0: pretty much the story. That's, um, you know, playing F Zero and playing Super Mario Advance Two, single cart multiplayer, and just experiencing the the beauty of having something that we're used to seeing on a uh, 24-inch TV or something like a 20-inch television back in the day, um, all condensed to a little 3-inch screen and run so perfectly with, you know, two buttons and two triggers, it it, it was phenomenal. And uh, while the, the games themselves, you know, they didn't really pick up until a little bit later, um...
2: You know I'm what? trying to think of. I actually thought that the, the GBA had a decent launch, I, and this is one of the reasons why we bring why why we're having this conversation is because I wanted to talk about like what the games we had at launch were. But let me look it up because I feel like it didn't have a superb launch, but it had like not like the Dreamcast one, but it had a pretty good right. one. Um,
0: yeah, because the only thing that I could think of having at launch, well, well the only Japanese game that I had is um, the only Japanese game that I have present tense is F Zero of Velocity. I don't believe I have any other Japanese GBA games.
2: You you didn't have uh, Mario?
0: No, I didn't. I I never owned Mario too.
2: Let's see, the uh, Game Boy Advance launch games. Uh, uh, wow, this is surprisingly hard to hard to find a a, a repository for this. Let's see, so Gaming Age says. Oh right, I think Rayman was a uh, was an
0: American launch, no?
2: Yeah, the American launch. I'm saying. Um, and that's what I'm saying is I think that uh. I think that um for me like I really talk about the American launch because there's not many games that I would get from a Japanese from sure. the Japanese side because I, I can read Japanese, you know, I'd only get the mm-hmm. ones that really so um Rayman to, Namco be... Museum Volume One, I actually bought that. Ah. Uh, Iridion three D, which was an incredible tech demo. Like it was a shitty game, but like I love watching video of that. Um, GT Advanced Championship Racing F Zero. Um what else? They had a Fire Pro Wrestling? Earthworm Gym.
0: Yeah, they did. Earthworm
2: Jim. Choo Choo Rocket was a launch game
0: for GBA. GBA. America.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay. Bomberman Tournament, Army Men Advance, of course.
0: Yeah, I okay, had, uh, Army, uh, Men Army Men Advance,
2: Bomberman Tournament, Castlevania, Choo Choo Rocket, Earthworm Jim, Fire Pro Wrestling, Fortress F Zero Maximum Velocity, GT Advanced Championship Racing, Your High Heat Baseball, Um, Meridian 3D, Namco Museum, Pinobi, Pitfall, The Mind Adventure. Rayman Advance, Ready to Rumble, Round 2. Wow, that must have shitty sucked. Super <laughs> Dodgeball Advance. Oh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. You had Tony yes, Hawk's Pro Skater 2.
0: I had Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. And
2: that was, despite the fact that it was in 2D, like, was and an I couldn't wrap game. my head around it otherwise, like, that was that was a fucking good game. And I, I remember reading stories about how Vicarious Visions had to overclock the, the GBA CPU to get it to do all the math.
0: <laughs>
2: um, nice. But... Rayman was the one, Rayman was so weird because they did it pixel for pixel, mm-hmm. but because it, the resolution of the GBA screen was not the resolution of a television screen, yeah, everything was see. Everything was like enclosed in this small space, so Rayman was nice and big, but like, it, it, you didn't have any view distance. It was right, the weirdest I remember thing ever. that. And that game yeah. is hard enough already.
0: Jumping platforms was incredibly hard because you couldn't quite see the platform. Yeah. Because it was cut off by the screen.
2: Right, exactly. And, and it's a shame because it looked just as beautiful on the GBA screen as it did on, on, on the TV from the PlayStation version. And the Jaguar. The Jaguar.
0: Good old Jaguar. Was it
2: Jaguar 3D that? Anyway. Um, But then, uh, the funny thing is that we just skipped right over the Dreamcast launch.
0: Yep, we did.
2: We got to back up. We got to back up. This is your story. Um,
0: um, and I have yeah, one my, anecdote. my fuzzy story at this point. Um... My fuzzy story is that I we were working at Vault, and uh, we had a friend there named Matt, and he was pretty heavy into Japanese gaming. Like he had uh, Japanese N sixty four stuff, uh, I think, which and pretty much got us into getting Sin and Punishment for the Japanese sixty four.
2: Oh, right.
0: Um, and he recommended that I get a Japanese Dreamcast. Like, shortly before the U.S. launch. I think it had to have been maybe a couple of months beforehand. And they didn't really have too much there. Um, I mean, they had games that were available since the the console had been out for almost a year. But I think the games that I pretty much got with my launch were Virtua Fighter 3, Team Battle. Um, Full Tour Fighter 3, TP. I had gotten Blue Stinger. I got Expendable. And these are a lot of games that came out with the US launch. Like I'm looking at the US launch games on uh Wikipedia. There's Blue Stinger Expendable, uh House of the Dead 2. I got Japanese um uh Power Stone. I got Japanese
2: Power Stone.
0: Sonic Adventure was that was the the game that made me really feel like wow, this is completely revolutionary because I hadn't seen games of that graphical quality. I didn't even believe that they existed. Because the only thing that I saw was like the the comparably shitty graphics of a PlayStation 3D and the and Mario 64 blurry graphics of, you know, blurry and toy looking graphics of a Nintendo 64. I'm like, you mean to tell me this is in high resolution and it's in, you know, vivid color and it moves at 60 frames a second? 60 frames per second was like unheard that, that of. That was,
2: yeah, that was like a holy grail type thing.
0: So seeing Sonic move... Through this world in such speed was what really got me to buy this Dreamcast when I bought it. But then, what really destroyed everything was Soul Calibur, which was a launch game, and it's pretty much the definitive game for Dreamcast.
2: And that is the anecdote that I want to say. Um, I think the the funniest thing about and I was I was like all anti-Sega at the moment because I was just like they're they're not going to have it at the time like I was a fan of NBA Live because at the time that was the best basketball game out there mm-hmm. um in my estimation and I was like they're not going to have that why do I why should I care about that and I was like I was like this this, this controller looks dumb and I still I I still think it's a terrible controller but that's just me like, mm. the controller looks dumb and you know blah 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 and then you know it it, it just you know it, it just didn't appeal to me um and I was like, I was waiting to be impressed by it because everyone was raving about it. And you put Soul Calibur up on the projector yep, in the office and everyone was like, holy shit. And I'm looking at I swear to God, I was looking at it and I'm like, I can't tell what's better about it. Like, I I can't, like, I can't see it. Like, right. Just and then can't.
0: you went to the arcade.
2: Yeah. And you, you, it was funny. Like, I was looking up close. I went up to the wall and I was like, where it was projecting. I was like, I just can't, I don't see it. And you're like, you're serious. You don't see how much better this and I'm like, no, I'm sorry. Like, I'm not trying to be a, a troll or anything. Like, I, I, re- I really legitimately didn't understand what was much better about it. And then, like you said, I went to the arcade that was near my high school that had Soul Calibur running um, in the corner. Uh, no, sorry, not the arcade. It was a, it was this game shop. Um, and it was just running in the corner. I was like, I got I to take a look and see what I'm missing. And it looked like garbage. <laughs> I was like, I don't remember it looking like this. I, I really don't. And so, like, something's wrong here. Like, like maybe I really just couldn't tell, but, like, th- now this looks much worse. And so then I went online, and I went to SoulCalibur.com, which was, which, which was a fantastic site. I think, like, one of the site runners actually passed away, or, uh, like, late in its life, which was sad, but uh, mm-hmm. it was a fantastic site. Um, it had video of all the katas, and I watched those videos, and I'm like, I did not realize how good this looked like I legitimately didn't realize that it looked that good. When I watched them again in video form, I'm like, "Oh my god. I'm stupid." <laughs> <laughs> you know. And that was just that was like I think that was like the defining moment of the Dreamcast for me when I was just like, "Okay, this shit is for real." And then it died, which made me sad.
0: Yeah. Uh I just want to make a quick segue. Uh yeah, you I'm looking at the launch games and although it's an incomplete list, just looking at the list, tell me why the N64 launch is like the weakest launch ever with two games.
2: Oh, did it even launch with Mario sixty four? Yeah, Mario okay, sixty four okay. and Pilot Wings sixty four. Okay, okay. Which is and
0: what's funny is that uh, that's pretty much identical to the Super Nintendo launch, which was Mario World F2 and Pilot and Wings. <laughs> it's wild. Uh, three games at launch, that, and then, and, um, and that's
2: why people didn't like the n sixty four because they're like, you got you guys have Mario sixty four, and that's all you guys need. Enjoy. Yeah. And like, w- what about other? No, no, no. That's no, all no, you need. No, we are who we are. We. We know our shit. You will you will bow down to us. That's all you <laughs> and need to Nintendo launch
0: has like a zillion games. And actually Mario Brothers did come out. Uh, Super Mario Brothers was a launch game for uh the Nintendo Entertainment system in America. Oh, okay.
2: America, But I hadn't
0: gotten it probably until a couple of months later. Yeah. Um But damn. Um Yeah, that that, that projector was the big thing for um the Dreamcast and BGA Box. VJ box was also a big thing for the Dreamcast. Um just to put that in pixel for pixel pro scan like oh. it, it was it was perfect. Um I don't know do you have time to move on to the GameCube for a brief
2: uh very very briefly uh cuz that'd uh, be the last one. Yeah, technically it is the last one before mm-hmm. we get to the stuff that we've already been to, but um I, I still think remember that waiting was the on only, that line. Yeah, that was the only no, I'm wrong. That was the first one that I waited on a line for mm-hmm. because of the fact that, you know, I didn't import it, and so I didn't have to wait for it. Like, I couldn't wait for it to come to the mail. But right. But I remember waiting on a line, and I remember the line not being very long at all. Nope. So I was like, what happened to all this crazy shit? But then I realized, well, we we're in New York City. There are, like, EB games everywhere. Yep. You know? Um,
0: but I still think that they were limited on, on consoles. Right. That's because true. that was back, you know, console shortage, blah, blah, blah. And then we had to decide which games we were gonna get because we had gotten those bundles, and you right. could get like two games or three games, yeah,
2: um, and then I think we got, both decided to
0: get Luigi's mansion.
2: We both got Luigi's mansion, I, I think we both we both got uh did we both get wave race
0: no, you got wave race I got wave race I got uh Star Wars Rogue Squadron too
2: all oh, right, I think no, no, I think we both got that too
0: oh then i I know I had gotten Monkey Ball and Batman Vengeance.
2: Ah, uh, Batman Vengeance, that's what you got. Okay. That was the
0: game that you didn't get. Yeah, I got... Which I still Tony haven't Hawk. finished. I
2: got Tony Hawk 3. <laughs> right.
0: Well, we both got Tony Hawk 3.
2: Oh, so we got four games at launch? Yeah. How much fucking money did we spend?
0: I have no idea. Jesus Christ. We had Christ. jobs and, like, no responsibilities.
2: <laughs> Christ. Oh, man.
0: But, um... Granted, it, it wasn't, like, the greatest launch ever, but it's pretty varied. There's I lots think of sports games I and thought that it was a reasonable
2: launch. Mm-hmm. Um because Tony Hawk 3 despite its problems on the GameCube with slowdown was a great game. Rogue Squadron was a very good game. Um even though it wasn't necessarily my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved the shit out of Wave Race and I think I I sold it but then I rebought it. I don't know mm-hmm. if I still have it. Um it, it like thinking about Wave Race always makes you want to play it. <laughs> and then I put it in and I'm like, "Well, I played this to death. I don't really need to play it anymore." But like I always just want to just I want to go into the free mode and just Right around in the ocean,
1: because
2: mm-hmm. that that shit is fun to me. Maybe I'm stupid. I am stupid, but um... well, for me, I think
0: that they needed a, a really uh, like in-depth kind of adventure type game, which they they didn't have. I mean, Batman Vengeance was more of an action game. Uh, it was, I think, it was rather short, but I didn't. I liked the the art style, but I didn't really like the game itself too much. So that's why I never finished it. And for some reason, I still have it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Then there's sports games like All-Star Baseball, Dave Mirror, Freestyle BMX, NFL, and NHL Hits. Uh, The Extreme Sports, which, well, Freestyle BMX is in there with Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3 and Wave Race. Uh, But the only other games like Crazy Taxi, which people already played the shit out of in Dreamcast. Uh, Disney's Tarzan, Untamed, which... Probably no one over the age of twelve would probably be interested in playing uh, Luigi's Mansion, which had no depth, uh, and I, Monkey I, Ball, which it it didn't really have depth, but it yeah. was new.
2: Monkey Ball was great, I think. I mean, I, in my estimation, like it was a good launch. Nothing great. It, it, it was it was a launch of pretty decent, nothing great because. Mm-hmm. What the Xbox had, like, I looked at the, like, this is, my my opinion had always been, like, looking at the Xbox launch and the GameCube launch, and bear in mind, this is when I was still shitting on Microsoft. Um, mm-hmm. I looked at the, the top five game unique games that I wanted to, pl- that I would have wanted to play for each system, and I was just like, I like my top five much better than I like, I mean, I like my top five for GameCube much better than I like the top five for Xbox. But despite, and despite my feelings for Halo, it had Halo. True. And that was, what, that was what the GameCube was completely missing, was a super killer app. Because as, as, as good as Rogue Squadron was, that's not a killer app for me. As no. good as Wave Race was, that, that's also not a killer app for me. I, I liked it because I like it, but I, I, I could live without it, really. Um, I don't really have that high of an opinion of Rogue Squadron either. I, I like it just fine. I don't think it's great. Um, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3, again, was a multi-platform game. So you mm-hmm. could have gotten it on a PS2. You couldn't True. get it on Xbox, actually. Not yeah, for a while. Uh, they, that had Tony Hawk's 2. Yeah. And I tried playing that with the fat controller. Ugh, no. Hamburger. No way. Um, but, again, like so, so there was nothing that was really ki- much of a killer app. Um, I was just ready to jump into that generation of gaming. But there, there was nothing that was like, I need to get the system for this. You know? mm mm-hmm. um, and I feel like you know that that's that kind of was what ran the GameCube's life into the ground was that time after time like the number of killer apps that it had Metroid, that's it. Like I wouldn't consider Wind Waker a killer app because like I I like I started playing that and I I don't care for it. Like right. I, it's not it's not bad. Would you it's just consider
0: like, uh, Eternal Darkness a
2: killer app? Oh wow, I totally forgot about that. Okay, I feel stupid. Wow, <laughs> I was that going to mention that, my, and I'm like, that, if that was
0: a launch game, would that have been
2: enough to, uh, you know, in make... my okay for me, mm-hmm. if if Eternal Darkness was a launch game, then that would have been my killer app. Mm-hmm. That was a fa- I love that game. I love the shit out of that game. For a lot me of too. people,
0: beat that shit four times.
2: For a lot of people, <laughs> they like like there were there were some critics who love that game, but there are also some critics who are just like, what is the big deal? This is nothing special. So, mm-hmm. critically, maybe not a killer app, but, like, for me, for wanting to own the system, absolutely. Um, and I wish that they would just, you know, for aesthetic's sake, because it looks great on GameCube, but I wish they would remake it for this generation somehow. Like, I- I'll take an Xbox 360 version, mm. because I think that while I don't, like, while I most of the time don't play games for graphics, like, with the exception of something like a Wave Race, mm-hmm. I think that game kind of deserves to have its assets up and 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 fleshed out and you know because it, it's it's such a it's a Silicon Knights piece it's it's a very aesthetic piece and, and it's funny that I say that because I'm fucking too human but <laughs> you know that and that's something that I cherished from my launch time and the funniest thing was it took me such a long time, time to be that game because of my ADD not clinical I know I don't really have ADD but I feel like I do sometimes but that was I'm so glad you mentioned that um, <laughs> I, I went really quickly before I have to and it is getting kind of late but actually some time opened up for me. Um, the fact that, like I came to your house uh the night before, and we were playing video games all night, and then slept for a few hours and then got up for the launch and that's mm. kind of what it was like that that's what it was for me it was it was it wasn't just waiting on that line it was like it was like bleeding our eyes out, I think we were playing f c or g x or some shit and just I don't playing even remember, and... man <laughs> we were just playing some shit and then like yeah. get, just getting ready for like the next day, and when we went to the e b like we had our game boy advances, out and we were like Playing Golden Sun against each other or some shit, you what my ass. Um, <laughs> I remember that. And then I, uh, I, I think I, I shoved my GameCube in my gym bag. I can't remember if I went home with you again to play some more games on your GameCube. Um, but I, 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 I ended up instead of studying like I was supposed to for like a, a some test and I forget what class it was. Um, like, I studied for, like, half an hour, and then I played Tony Hawk for 10 minutes, and then I studied for another 20 minutes, and I played played Tony Hawk for 20 minutes. Then I studied for 10 minutes and played Tony Hawk for 30 minutes. So it was kind (laughs) of like a, you know... For that first night, it was just kind of like, wow, I am in the, you know, this supposed 128-bit generation, which is a total misnomer. Um, but yeah, I I still think that the GBA one is is kind of my most memorable... For me, at least. Mm -hmm. Um... Of course, not counting the PS3 launch and the Wii launch, which we covered.
0: Right. I don't really know what the um, most memorable one for me is. I really can't tell you. <laughs> well, you, you suck. I know, and you know it's funny. You mentioned to human, and so I am actually on Silicon Knights' site because oh. I was just like. Are, did they even work, or are they even working on a sequel to Two Human? Because I, I, I don't know, for some odd ass reason, I refuse to sell the game, and that odd ass reason is that I'm hoping for some kind of, uh, sequel, like a sequel to actually come out. That would make me want to play Too Human again, like take my character in for a second time or try a second character or something like that. That's the
2: thing; I don't want to play Too Human ever again. Yeah, like, no, I, I, I know. If they want make to, improvements but... to a second one, I do, but like, there's nothing nostalgic about the first one. Be like, I'm gonna give this little no chance. I'm like, I don't like this game. Yeah, I, I kind of I, like it a I little don't, bit. I don't. It's uh, yeah. There's there was something that forced me to like it a little bit just because it's Dennis Dyack. and like mm-hmm. as as much of a nut as he is, like I liked his previous work. I, I, like objectively speaking though, I, can't, I can't do it I can't
0: what the fuck can't. hold on they actually still like do stuff with this game <laughs> uh, wow. I, I went to Silicon which apparently is 2Human uh, well it's the Silicon Knights community but it's like quote unquote 2Human.net actually redirects you here and they had a post on August 7th it says celebrating 2 human second anniversary August 19th 2010 will be 2 human second anniversary we to celebrate, we will be scheduling themed gaming nights with a K for the whole week. And Sunday, August fifteenth, was Noob Night, and they basically Noob take night? that night Noob Night. Oh, uh, where you you can create a character and just play like a brand new character. And this is Dennis Dyak will join us. Uh, Night of Champions, basically you, all champions play, and Dennis Dyak and Ted Traver will be joining us. Uh, Tuesday was Berserkers, Wednesday is Commandos, Thursday is Night of the Unstoppables. It's the anniversary night, so what better way to celebrate and show your prowess than to take your favorite character out and try to get from uh, Hall of Heroes to Hallheim in one life. <laughs> and then uh, Friday wow. was the Night of Bioengineers. I have your heels right here. Come and get them. Uh, Saturday, the 21st, was Night of Defenders. The time to channel your inner juggernaut and walk all over anyone that steps in your way that would have been my night <laughs> and uh it's now actually it it was downloadable it it is downloadable uh from August 4th it became downloadable on like the full uh, Xbox game games on demand uh wait 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 finally 2 Human is available again for digital download on games on demand Good news for Silicon Knights, who can now reap the benefits of higher game sales and, in turn, more money to make two human Rise of the Giants happy face. And good news for those too lazy to get up and insert the disc. Even better, it's even available in every country under the sun. So, I hope that they make money so that they can actually come out with the sequel before 2020. Um, You know they're
2: not going to come out with a sequel before the next Xbox.
0: Oh, I know. Um, And that sucks, because... They announce, uh Oh, no. Never mind. That's not a game. That's a, a school. <laughs> never mind. Uh, oh, God,
2: that game. <laughs> oh. All right. Uh, so let's wrap this gavel up. I think that's our time. Hey! Everyone loves dinosaurs, right? They do. www.everyonelovesdinosaurs.com. Go visit Maurice's blog. Pete lives on the internet somewhere at, like, riven.com slash Twitter. Um, or is it Twitter dot com slash Facebook ribbon, something like that. Facebook dot com slash ribbon. Twitter dot com slash ribbon. Uh mm-hmm. flickr dot com slash G S ribbon. <laughs> so <didn't> ribbon. <laughs> Some
0: motherfucker took my name.
2: Uh where do you live? I don't know. I
0: live on XLM two K dot Um working on the the band's album and I don't really have any media for it because every time I try and do something with my phone it just doesn't really come out right so I just talk about progress with the album once every couple of months. Yeah, you do. I want to look at the site now yeah, and see do. if I got any uh, comments on my last post, which was on August 18th. No, I don't. Great. So, uh, no one visits my, my blog, and that's perfectly fine.
1: Except for me. me,
0: me. Yeah, I need a more stuff. Me. Yeah. I
2: mean, I need more people to care about me. <laughs> <laughs> I, nobody cares about me, man! Um... I live at shark versus octopus.com. www.shark. The word versus is spelled out. octopus.com. For the record, octopi win. Uh, also trygames.net. Send us fucking mail, you assholes. Yeah, bitches. Where do
0: they send it to, Al? Mailbag at trygames.net. And you can spell it either like a mailbag that you you use to deliver mail or a mailbag that you, that you use, to use to deliver, deliver children.
2: Yes, verb. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah. Special shout out to Jeremy Delarosa who, uh, was had a had a wonderful entry in our pirates versus ninja 's contest back in For episode thirty seven um, He is leaving New York to go to California to work at Blizzard, so anytime Word. you see his go name ahead. in the credits know that know that he was featured on episode thirty seven with his pirates versus ninja 's entry and that he is a special special dude um, make us proud Jer. send us a lot of free games um and I don't think you, you can really give a lot of free games with Blizzard.
0: You can, you can <laughs> like one game every ten years.
2: Well, uh, send us your entire catalog for free, and then like you know, pay us to review StarCraft Two, the second one, six boxes. We only give out five boxes, but we'll give a sixth one out if you pay us. I'm kidding. We won't. Um, yeah, so there's that. Um, DrFisherBands.com. He's a fish. He's a doctor. He has surgery. He cuts open uh, fish eggs for. <laughs> fuck i don't know all right uh we're done so uh any last remarks no 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 no, no? no. uh
0: 187 on my fucking uh i was about to really say the messed up version from dave Chappelle. cops uh,
2: i i would like to say that um we would like to hear your launch memories for consoles that have launched um, i mean sorry console launches that you experienced um not just the launches themselves, but uh, like, you know, the waiting in the line stuff, but also things surrounding it, what you did up to it, your bundles, uh, the stores that you went to, the games that you played right after the launch, all that, all that stuff. So mail uh, mailbag at TryGames.net. And I know I'm not going to get anything from you because you guys suck, but you guys can be awesome if you mail us. Like, yeah, don't suck. Be
0: awesome.
2: Y- y- yeah, don't suck. Be awesome. Have two awesome glands like Barney Stinson. And that should be like, like our, our uh slogan. Don't suck. Try a game awesome. Don't suck, be awesome. 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 Meh 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 meh. So, for Pete who's not here, bye Okay. For Al. Bye. Uh say that again. Bye. 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 I've been your host, Austin. <laughs> <and me>. <laughs> 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 I
1: the yeah.
0: We're doing it again.